All right. So, so this is a conversation we absolutely need to have because obviously we all know Justin's favorite holiday. Um, yes. Exactly. And I, I walked into work today and before I could get through like the main hub that all the hallways go to, Justin spotted me and came barreling out of his hallway and was like, you got to come and see it's Christmas. And he has decorated the entire hallway. Like his area has fake snow and lights. And it's like, it, it's, it's a winter wonderland in, in just his area. But then the rest of the hallway has like our different coworkers as Santa and elves and stuff. And they're hanging from the, the roof. And this is something I'd ask Amy me or me and amy had talked about and i didn't I, I i had to ask him and i was shocked by the answer justin have you ever been to frankenmuth that would be a no Whoa. so you've never no. been to Bronner's, the christmas uh, store in frankenmuth that, that is correct we need to we need to uh schedule a like a a, a field day a road trip and we need to take this young man to Bronner's and tape it. Because... You guys do. You, do. you guys definitely do. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> he, is going to, he is going to, his eyes will be just wide and twinkly looking at this entire store that is just nothing but Christmas. Christmas. Listen, I, I love the idea of just, you know, mom and dad taking me yeah. <laughs> on a day out. I, I'm all in. I'm all in. I that's it's funny that you said that too because I was just asking Amy last night. I couldn't figure out which between me and Sean, which one of us was dad and which one oh. of us was the weird uncle. Uh, mm, that's a good question. I don't, mm, I I would say because Shawnee's mean to me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know he you know not I won't say mean, but he you know shut up kid you know stuff like that comes out right. Um, that's, that's much more fatherly. Uncle. No, I, that's more of an uncle thing to say. Honestly. Oh, all right. You know, like the uncle at, at Christmas that's, you know, you see four times a, a year, but you know, as an right. asshole to you sometimes and just like, whatever, shut up, kid. Shut up. Right? kid. But like a dad would just give the kid the time of day. And I feel like Chuck gives me like, Chuck, you came and looked at the Christmas decorations that I wanted I you to come look at today. I did. And I, it felt like a dad, dad, come look what I saw. <laughs> and look what I did. Look, look, you're not looking. Look like, and he came and looked. <laughs> so it went, I, it went exactly like that. Both. You both be are fair. Family. I do listen to every episode of the PPV pod. Oh, yes, so he supports you in that very good point. But in here's that the way thing. that I do not. Well, that is Chuck's favorite podcast too. So somehow, you know, fair, you fair. You're, you're both family. It's very tough. It's you both could be both roles right. easily. Um, we we alternate. Yeah, I think you just alternate. You know, Erica got a little freaky, and we 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 still don't know who. You know the bio. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> You, oh, you, lost, you lost me there for a hot second. And I'm like, wait, what? I go, well, your mom. Oh, oh, I get it. That's right. I'm the, yeah. right. Yeah, but yeah, all, all due respect, you know, I haven't been working in the office 
for a long right. time. So I'm right. pretty much a deadbeat mom. No, and... you brought me Pepsi and Cheez-Its at one time. That's all, that's all <laughs> that's I, all need I need from my mom. <laughs> I just need snacks. She I just want your snacks. affection with snacks. Yeah, that's about it. You know, I think soon we'll have Shawnee versus Chuck in a ladder match to get custody of Justin. The custody Justin of Justin. Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Justin out of pole. Justin out of Of course, it'll definitely be a candy cane straight pole, yes, as we know. Yes, we'll do it during Christmas time. The sad part about that is if it is a ladder match, both Shawnee yeah. and I are so old that we're going to be going up that ladder like wrestlers do slowly, but that's as fast as we can actually yeah, it won't be a, It won't be a work. At the it's not a work at all. <laughs> we're both like, oh, my knees. Oh, oh my hips. Here we go. All oh, right. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, God. This is high. We're not going to fight it when we get to the top of the land. We're just going to hold on to each other and it's like, I can't, I can't get back down. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I do, I do want to bring out, point out there too, for those listening, Right now, I am doing the podcast shirtless. Uh, I can't remember why. <laughs> I can't remember why. Like we put something why. in his drink. No, I, can't I honestly can't why. remember why we got there or how we got there. It was before Shawnee jumped on Zoom. I can't remember why the idea got there. I, and it was I just like, should we do it? And we're like, yeah, just do it. So I did it. I don't know why, like there was a ramp there. It wasn't just like me hopping on Zoom, like guys, I want to be shirtless today. Like, no, I, I did I did have a shirt at one point it's right here. And I don't know how we got there. I love that you have forgotten how that conversation I legitimately went. don't remember how that how we got to me being shirtless. And Erica and, doesn't either. And I really don't. I'm like, I know at one point we're we were talking about like me being seen from like, you know, like basically right. like the, the neck. I up. told you, oh, you could cool. go pantsless because and we can only see like, it from so like that's the neck what up. Started it. Yep. And, right. and I'm had... like, I'm not going pantsless. That's just weird. And then, then that kind of snowballed into Justin's like, I'm taking off my shirt. And we're like, okay. <laughs> I want, I wanted to objectify Justin because I thought he looked like Finn Balor under his shirt and yeah. oh, not, yes. so much, no. not so much, not so much, but not bad. It. Chuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He again, he starts, he ends on a good note ish, like not bad with my body, but my God, I disappointed this man so hard <laughs> when I took my shirt off. I don't know why he thought he was getting ready to look at a Finn Balor body. I don't right. know if I've ever, I apologize if I gave anyone that, that thought that I had like this killer bod. And first thing that comes out of Chuck's mouth was, well, not as chiseled as I thought you were. Wow. Yeah, I was Damn, stunned. Dude. I'm like, that's a little rough. <laughs> I will say, though, current title of the app right now, Justin takes off his shirt, comma, disappoints. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, and he throws in, like, okay, not bad at the end. So, okay, like, okay, I guess. But we start negative with, man, okay, that's not what I thought it was. Let's, get well, let's go positive. How about that WWE guys? Hey! Also, you're my son. I feel weird judging my son. That's in such fair. a Yeah, I'm like, nah. Yeah. nah Objectify the young man. He likes it. I mean, right. that's, this I mean, is too, too okay weird. This is too weird. <laughs> Johnny, um, what do you think of my body? Hold on. Let me just. I, <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not that kind of podcast. Although I don't know, I don't know what kind of podcast <laughs> this is. I, Wednesday yeah, right. night was before Thanksgiving. I forgot to watch AEW. I just what? didn't watch oh, it. Man. I forgot. I watched zero wrestling this week. Zero. What? So I need y'all wow. to carry this conversation, or we're gonna have to okay. continue to, <laughs> to, to to rate Justice Body. We can I do think, like uh, Howard Stern. Yeah. We can get a, a, a laser pointer, like yeah, yeah, right. Some, some love right. handles over here, over huh, here. buddy? A little over yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got, I got a little shape, and I am, I, I want, I want a little shape. I don't want to be a stick, you know. Erica, but, what did you watch this week? I mean, I, I watched. Well, you okay? You want to know what I watched? I watched. I watched AEW, and then um, Eric and I fell down a weird rabbit hole of early to mid '90s Survivor series. Oh, hey. because okay. because and if you if you follow me on Twitter at Erica underscore Banis. Uh, you will have discovered that um, part of our Thanksgiving tradition is rewatching the 1990 Survivor Series, uh, which saw uh, obviously the introduction of uh, The Undertaker. Look uh, at the size of that ham hock! Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, it, you, the gobbledygooker, and then yep. Rod, you know Roddy Piper on the call with Gorilla Monsoon. And Piper is very much on cocaine the whole time. And like to the like at one point he goes, Oh god, I'm sweating. It's like, well, yeah, man, that's what stimulants do. <laughs> what are you doing? But it's but yeah, that call that call. Look at the size of that hammock. Like it just it's so ridiculous. And I love it every single time. And vintage Survivor Series sexy sax music. Uh, yes. Who, yeah, I, who who doesn't love that? Yeah, the old WrestleMania. I remember uh, Rich used to make me play the old WrestleMania theme when we do nerd radio and talk about WrestleMania every year because it had the sexy sex. Survivor <laughs> Series also sexy sex. I watched some AEW, but uh, I definitely missed out on. No, I watched the last 10 minutes of Raw because I want to know what happened with the egg and that wasn't in the last 10 minutes. So I had to piece it together past there. And then I read results. And I watched uh, I watched some of Impact because they did a fun thing for uh, for Thanksgiving. They devoted like a half an hour to uh, Wrestle House Two. Oh, they take like uh, twelve of their wrestlers and put them in a fake reality show. When they did the first one, it was like these five minute segments over about two months, and it was it was you know cute in that way. But they decided no, we're just going to film the whole thing and then we're just going to put it on the Thanksgiving night so that you know the wrestlers don't have to work that night. I was like, all right, that's fun. All right. I'll, you know, I, 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 oh, we're we going to ask Justin. Justin. Yeah, that's, I was just going to ask Justin uh, where that's he sits. That's probably a good idea. Uh, I, I've been good at watching everything so far uh, these last few weeks. Uh, so, yes, I watched all of AEW, all of, all of WWE, and, you know, AEW, a, you know, 20-minute CM Punk MJF promo. Not sure, like, like everyone's flipping out on Twitter, how good it was. It was like, what do you expect? You put those two on the mic together for 20 minutes. Oh my God. Was that good? The ones, and it's not a critique cause it didn't ruin anything, but I definitely didn't think it was needed. We didn't need so many WWE jabs in one promo. Um, it was cool. It was fun. You know, the Miz thing was great and it definitely didn't hurt it, but those two don't need that. Those two are good enough to go without that and still it would be just as good 
the only thing at this point some of the performers in AEW are are like it's like poking the body with a stick like come on do something like stop stop he's already dead to be a competition (laughs) and they're you know they're just being ignored yeah Um, because yeah there's no AEW I can't remember since the last one I remember was Sami Zayn saying mentioning AEW and that was years ago that was pre-pandemic yeah. A little bit with KO talking about, you know, sure. sort of, you know, uh, DL talking about the Mount Rushmore and things. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. They're, they're, but certainly we're not seeing like a Monday Night War situation. I no. did want to, yes, I did want to double back. I did watch that, uh, that promo battle on YouTube and all oh, that was, yeah, it was really good. I sent it to some people who are like lapsed wrestling fans. I was like, oh, yeah. Maybe you should be watching AEW. Meanwhile, oh, I'm sure. not watching. I did not watch. But sure. <laughs> I did watch that promo and thought it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than that, you know, and another thing that a lot, that caught a lot of people's eyes on SmackDown was Roman Reigns, um, a comment during his opening promo on SmackDown. And I'm forgetting the exact quote. I'll get it while you guys are talking. But it was something along the lines of almost hinting that he may not be in WWE for too much longer. Yeah, he hinted in an interview that he might be going to Hollywood sooner rather than later because he yeah, wants and to he practice some of these. And he made a comment during these, his promo. I'm, tr- I'm going to try to get it. I'm going to try to get yeah. the exact quote from the promo, but it was something along the lines of, you know, him, you know, maybe gone soon. So I, may, I may be hmm. gone soon. Something along those lines, and you can you can actually, if you watch it, hear Pat McAfee because I not to go off on too many tyrants here, but Pat McAfee brings Michael Cole on his show frequently, which is awesome. I love, I love their relationship. Like, Hey, WWE, you already want. I love those two's relationship is great. And um, they don't tell Pat anything. That's what I'd heard, which is great. And Michael Cole said that he goes, it's by design. We want your genuine reaction to what's happening on the show. He oh, doesn't okay. get told what's happening anywhere. Promo wise, result wise, match wise, whatever. His response to John Cena's return, natural. He wow. didn't know that was coming. Uh, shit like that. And he, you could hear his reaction when Roman, and again, I'll get the quote, but when he said it, you could hear Pat verbally like, oh, what? Like in the mic while Romo's. Sure. Uh, you could talking. you could also hear stadium owners across the world going oh oh if you look <laughs> no. at the ticket sales recently oh. yeah, very like, good yeah. and they've been importing they've been they've been adding uh roman reigns to raw shows and selling three for one tickets in new york uh, for this uh, upcoming uh, raw tonight because ticket sales have been a little light so that's going to be interesting so, this is the quote by the way, this was during on SmackDown, his opening promo. He said, I'm your tribal chief and I'm the greatest of all time. And when my days are done around here, which could be sooner than later, the whole world will acknowledge me. Huh. And when he said, which could be sooner than later, you could hear Pat McAfee go, oh, what? You know what? I for For as much shitting on the WWE as I did, especially last week after Survivor Series, I will give them credit for taking a couple of like fun swings this last week like given dana brooke the 24 7 title is kind of a fun bump in the road for both yeah. dana brooke's career and the 24 7 title having sammy Zayn win a royal you know like a, a battle royal so he can face roman reigns like yeah he doesn't stand a chance in hell against this roman reigns unless there's shenanigans but at the same time the fact that you would do that is kind of like 
it's fun. All right. What made that fun? Because I was shocked that he won that. I definitely thought they would do the typical hometown Jeff Hardy, which a lot of people are upset that they didn't, and I'm okay with it for other reasons. What made it even more fun is Sami Zayn couldn't even <laughs> celebrate because before they could even get an interview in, it was announced that Brock Lesnar will be back on SmackDown next week. His suspension's been lifted. So they just said, all right, Sammy, just go away. Like, we were going to interview you, but never mind. We got to talk about Brock Lesnar. He's like, what? Right. What? This is about me. I just won. What are you talking about? And that, that, was, that was a fun way to finish it. It feels like they've taken something that would probably piss off like 90% of the people that it happens to and just made it Sammy's character. And I'd have yeah. to imagine to a degree he's cool with it. I mean, because he, oh, yeah, he seems to be all in on it because he does he, he does really well with it. Right. Uh, does. Of course, as with so many things in the last couple of years, like the documentary thing never really paid off. I mean, it kind right. of did, but you know, like just it paid off like the egg paid off. Right. Like with a fit like, yeah. like an exploding barbed wire death match. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, that's Where's what the, the kaboom. Earth <laughs> shattering kaboom. Oh man. Yeah, no, I, you know, one thing about Sami Zayn that's very interesting to me, and especially with how heel he is, he doesn't play it on Twitter. No, he's not no. a lot a lot no. of WWE heels, the Miz with Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, they go to Twitter with it. Yeah, and that's cool. He is the complete opposite. Even Nia Jax. Just, uh, <laughs> so. Nia Jax is uh, so, but like even a few weeks ago when he had a match with Jeff Hardy when he lost his spot in Survivor Series, he went on and posted the video of that match and like, and he said something along the lines of, "If you would have told seven year old me this was happening to me, you know, something along those lines." It's complete opposite of what you see on TV, which is rare because a lot of these superstars go to social media with their character. And, and sometimes he, he does he because he would, but usually it's only reacting to like, you could tell because he's reacting specifically to other superstars or to like the SmackDown Twitter or the WWE Twitter when they'll like put up a video of something bad happening to him. And he's like, take this down right now. Yeah. He kayfabes in relation to communicating with other wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, and WWE specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I think, you know, that's just, I, I, and I'm shocked that WWE allows him to continue to do that, right? Because his brand is sort of like being a very welcoming human being right? And, yeah. and supporting social causes, things of that nature. So it's it's good that they do allow him to continue that outreach. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that they made someone, I mean, he plays it well, but it's interesting that they made someone who so openly liked that such an annoying heel, Right. Like, right. you know, the other annoying heels like The Miz, like, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with The Miz as a person, but I mean, he's the typical Hollywood star, so you could kind of see him being that way in real life. So right? I think he, that much like, remember I used, uh, the, the, one of the complaints I had about Retribution was that he looked at revolutionaries and the underdog as being like the scum of the earth, uh, speaking about Vince McMahon. Sure. A lot of people in WWE, uh, Hunter included, I remember in an interview, have complained about Sami Zayn just being super annoying and sammy yeah. has talked about it himself you know um so i think that yeah they think that him being like this super loving outgoing human being is his weakness and so they make him a heel so he gets beat up by all their superheroes yeah and he's I like mean, all right whatever i don't care <laughs> you know he because play, he, he's a bigger man than those small 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 men in the front offices of wwe right right well and uh, but as well as he plays this annoying 
fuck on TV. <laughs> You're not an actor. That's you to an extent. So I could see him being legitimately annoying at some point because you can't play it that well without that being you even a little bit. Right. Well, That's what a lot of right. our listeners think about you. Well, hundred <laughs> percent. Wow. That's the example. I would. So Chuck body shamed me, you know, Shawnee, Erica, you're next. I, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see where this, this yeah, kind of we'll leads us. I, no, let it naturally happen. But I mean, there you I'm, go. I'm, I, I'm, yeah. Let's not force this. If, if we're going to, which, okay. I don't know if anybody saw this, but uh, this is the, on Twitter, with the whole Brian Danielson thing. I was That's waiting the, for you to. I that was, was the first time you ever got like really lippy with me. And I, perhaps I, I really am the mother here. Uh, because like <laughs> I, me- I, I meant got- it as I meant it as a joke. And oh, all of a sudden uh, I just was met with fury. And I went, oh my. Okay. I, listen, I will genuinely tell you this. And Mia can confirm this because I was laying next to my girlfriend, Mia. When I saw this tweet, and for those that didn't hear, obviously, I'm not a fan of the Brian Danielson heel, heel turn or not, whatever, um, in AEW. And he said that it's not a heel turn, it's just me being me. So Erica retweeted that and tagged me. Um, when I responded, I felt like when I hit send, I was saying something I shouldn't to my mother. Like genuinely like... Uh, <laughs> i hope she doesn't take this the wrong way i'm sorry mom like genuinely because my response you show her some respect she is award-winning yeah jack to the gills yeah clearly Uh, didn't google uh, her yet you know listener yeah keynote keynote listener listener. (laughs) show her some respect like i because here's the thing like Obviously, like when we trade little jabs here and there, like it's it's all in good fun. It's all it like, you know, I, I feel like and, and whenever I feel like any of us have ever crossed a line, we've recognized it and just been like, that was crossing the line. I'm sorry. And all of a sudden you just said like back bullshit. And I'm like, yep. oh, <laughs> so furious because that was exactly what I had said. And he was like, no, no, no. And then Brian Daniels said, yeah. Yeah, no, this is my life and I'm doing me. And you were like, no, no, no. (laughs) Okay, Justin uh, Jamie definitely, as as a sports analyst, understands Brian Danielson better than Brian Danielson. I I apologize for ever having made the comment that (laughs) this is. I was just, I like, because like, once again, you are just this bubbly Ray. You are, it's Christmas. And then all of a sudden I just got like, like just anger. And I'm like, Oh God, I've never seen him angry. Oh my God. I don't like this at all. And like, I was, I was, I mean, once again, we're cool, obviously. Yes. We're all good. I do want to publicly say I meant no disrespect toward you. I that yeah I thought if anything Brian I thought I maybe I'm like maybe I caught him at a bad time yeah like, right maybe like, something's like clearly something is happening if anything like afterwards I'm like is he okay does he need to talk is yeah, something right. going on what is, what's going on oh, tell man. me yeah so. no I I sent that and I, I I genuinely felt like you know how <laughs> when you say something to your mom and they like clap back at you as a kid right. you're like damn I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Like, that's just how I felt. I was just like, damn, I shouldn't have said so, that. So wait, so we're, you're laying in bed with me and you're like, 
I I I think I made a boo boo. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I I I I I think how I said it to her was I I hope Erica doesn't get offended by why I just what I just said and knows I didn't mean it toward her. Like I was just like so like I hope mom's not mad at me and I still want to be able to go to my friend's house tomorrow. So please. <laughs> 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 I, one of the, once again i'm like whoa okay all right yeah. but yeah. okay but I'm you're def- good you're, you're I'm good yeah okay, that reaction good. was genuine to again to brian danielson saying that because all the respect in the world to brian danielson um of course but that that comment is bullshit it is you cannot tell me that is the same character that was that was out there a week ago it will it's not so you can't just say it's me being me. Like you were playing the role of a face one week, you're playing the role of a heel the next at the time, and that's fine. There was no transition there. It is not the same character, and that's my only beef. I don't. I'm okay with him being a heel against Adam Page. That's cool. He plays the role of a heel. Fine. That's cool. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But he can't just say I'm not being face or heel. That's just me being me. No, you're not the same person that was in AEW two weeks ago. Hey, motherfucker. Right. (laughs) Smiling at the crowd, you know, teaming with all the faces, going against all the heels, showing the respect to all your opponents because you're a stand-up face because that's the role you were being told to play. You're not that guy anymore. So do not tell me that's just you being you. You're, You're purposely playing a different character, and that's fine. But don't tell me it's just you being you. That's bullshit. Okay, I got a question though. So yeah. I mean, obviously, um, you're you're a fan of kind of like maybe telegraphing the the heel turn or the face turn where yeah. you kind of tease. Like, what is the minimum amount of time someone has to tease any sort of character turn? Like, like how like in your estimation, what makes you feel like okay, or like how many moments does it take? to telegraph that someone's either becoming a good guy or a bad guy. See, and that's what makes it frustrating. It For me, it doesn't take a lot. Okay. It could have been within that same night. Okay. As long as there, you just have that, you have to have that segment, yeah. right? Where it's it can, like, yes. it there's some be... sort of conversation where suddenly mm-hmm. his mood shifts and you see, right. oh, oh, now he's on a different, it, he's, he's it, got a different target in his mind where right, it was just, it he just showed be... up the next night and he was different. I, I do get, as yeah, much okay. as I argued with you, I do get what you're saying. And those yeah, are the little it can things. Be over time. Those are the it little things that I think that are so valuable in storytelling with professional wrestling. And I do agree with Justin, actually, despite the fact that I defended that point, the opposite point last week. It, yeah. it doesn't take much. It just takes a little forethought, right? And, and a right. little bit of effort. And, and I think that's yeah. why I, I complain so much about WWE, because they drop mm-hmm. things so frequently. Right. And, um, you know, like all these tag teams, if, if, I'm, I'm going to make Justin happy here, I believe. There's this this new the, the Cody and Alistair and these like three tag team schmazes like where did that come from right like if we would have had a little backstage sesh even where somebody was like all right you two are gonna team up with you two and you're gonna go team up with you two and you guys are gonna settle it in the ring right like there was nothing to settle it's just all of a sudden we have guys that are just and tag teams together and I'm glad they're already sort of wrapping that up you know there's already you're right. seeing dissension and things like that. But that's an instance where, like Justin with Daniel Bryanson, 
Brian Danielson. Daniel no, Daniel Bryanson. I like with, Daniel Bryanson with, better. Um, with, um, we got to tell Jr. to start JR, using that. Uh, with the woodshed. <laughs> that uh, yeah, no, I, I, a little moment, and and that's another area where you have because you have so much time with these other shows on the internet. Even if you just threw that vignette over there, yeah, it would event it would eventually become viral as you put just the individual segment right. Yeah. The the Daniel Bryan turning heel question mark. You know, oh, this was something that was on dark, and 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 I would end up seeing it just like i saw the promo battle between punk and mjf because right. it had gotten so many views that it got onto my algorithm it got you know yeah. it, it came yeah, to I my mean, attention listen heel turns don't need it can be a long thought out thing for weeks and weeks those and are the most fine. fun for sure right sure but it doesn't need to be that when any moment whether it's a heel turn a face turn or whatever any moment that makes me think did i miss something that's not good writing and that's what I felt with Brian Danielson. Did I miss something? He was face on Sun or Saturday when he won at the pay-per-view. And here we are, the first segment of the show, of the next show. And he is an asshole to Adam Page. And that and it felt I felt like I met all they needed to do was had, you know, he can you know, play pay, pay respect to Adam Page, right? And congratulate. Maybe make little comments that make you think, was that a jab? I don't know. And all they had to do was put those two in a tag match in the main event. And then after the tag match, <clears> do <throat> the typical Brian Danielson turns on him. The explanation can come after. I don't need the explanation before. But when you have a moment that makes you feel like you missed something, I missed. I must have missed a week of, uh, of Dynamite because when did Brian Danielson become an asshole? I would have liked the segment where he went back to the locker room and he was talking in the mirror and he was saying how Kenny Omega should have been his opponent and he got mad and punched the mirror. And the next time we saw him, he had a cracked face like Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Right, but, Danielson and, and getting hyped. right exactly. And, and that's why I said if this would have been done in WWE, people would be ripping it because WWE is famous for this, for just dropping character, right? Like, perfect example, Elias had Right. Well, first off, yeah, but like Elias hit, where was having these vignettes of coming back, and the old Elias is dead, and then it just hasn't been on Raw for a month now. We haven't seen them since. They just dropped it. There's been so many characters that just or stories that went away without explanation, or things that happened without explanation, and this is the same thing here. Brian Danielson. You know, what it felt like is AEW in the back saying, okay, we need to have a face and a heel in our title picture. Uh, We we gave Brian Danielson the shot, but he's a face. And so is Adam Page. Brian, you need to go out there and be a heel tonight. Like, that's what they did. And that's not how you should do it. Maybe he really hates the people from North Carolina. And that was just all authentic. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do y'all remember, uh, this is probably over 10 years ago now, uh, Shawn Michaels versus Hulk Hogan. Oh, Uh, yeah was like oh, probably SummerSlam? The, it was i think it was a summer slam yeah yeah because that would have been like, 15 years ago now sean turned heel with like three weeks till SummerSlam, yeah. and then was heel for three weeks and then the next night was a face again yep and yep. it was it was ridiculous and and you could you could kind of tell even as a as a you know a, a younger man watching this on television it's like Sean's doing his level best, but he's also leaving these little hints that like he's not happy doing what he's doing. Well, 
Well, that was the time where he he sold like nobody has ever sold uh, any sort of yes. you, know, yeah. you know moves he ever sold, before. He oversold everything to make Hogan look ridiculous. <laughs> I know? mean, because I, that if Hulk Hogan needs anything, it's someone else helping him look ridiculous. Right. That's what I thought <laughs> since 1984 when he came out with the bleach blonde skullet. If there's anything this man needs, it's someone else helping him look ridiculous. Speaking of bleach blonde and then hair, the love sponge came along and it solved all our problems. Yeah, yes. right. Uh, bleach blonde hair. And I've been I wanted to bring this part up because I think it kind of ties into the whole character changes and stuff, because it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with Cody Rhodes, who is clearly not going over with any of the crowd for no. whatever reason. I mean, he's yeah. he's definitely an easy guy to hate. I can understand that. Yeah. Um, but uh, Shawnee, I know you didn't watch AEW, but did you see the belt spot? No, no, no. Tell me. Oh, so, man. so you know how he has that weight belt, right? Yes. Oh, so, I heard. I heard. Yes. Tell the yeah. audience. So he threw it into the crowd. It's a, it's a hot Chicago crowd. So they're like, throw it back, throw it back. And they threw it back. It hit Aubrey, which was unfortunate. Yeah, very Fortunately, unfortunate. it didn't like. It didn't like a hit her, hit her. I thought it, it hit her like door. in the arm. Or okay. Like, oh, so it, it, not it, a, it wasn't like a head incidental yeah. contact. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and whatever. But um, once the belt was thrown back, the very audible and loud cheer, um, it, it was just one of those things where I'm like, okay. Now, what oh, are they he going can't to win do the big title? This? I was going to say that it's too bad he can't win the big title because I could see a moment where he comes in essentially as a baby face and beats Adam page. And then his heel turn is he spends the, the end of the night as they shut down the pay-per-view, basically giving two middle fingers to the crowd as they just rain right. beer on him as they throw their shoes. That would actually be a great, most memorable heel moment, but I guess they can't do yeah. that because he's not allowed to win that belt. Also, he has not re-signed his contract. Maybe he ends up in impact wrestling. Yes, he's heading. <laughs> he's heading straight to the impact zone. Yeah, just gone from AEW. Um, but what I do, I'm still an EVP. But yeah, right. Competing like, against I, my own company. I feel like Cody Rhodes now, like just kind of the with the stink that's on him for whatever reason. He's the only guy that could somehow cause MJF to turn face in this moment <laughs> yeah, right here, yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and not. And not really by like, like he wouldn't even have to try that hard. It would just, it would just kind of naturally happen. Um, I, once again, I don't know what they're going to do with it because it's like, it's hard to ignore. Like yes. you can't ignore this any longer. Later, like, they in, the hate match, you. later in the match, uh, FTR, Malachi Black and Andre, Andrade El Idolo are all beating Cody down in the corner and the crowd erupts in cheers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to go heel. He just has to. There's no. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I, I don't. He is because he, it is distracting, and he's he's gonna be fine because they're gonna boo the hell out of him. It's not as though people are gonna flip and start to cheer him if he does the heel thing. Although if they did, that would actually be a much more fun thing than watching someone try to be pushed as a babyface and getting booed. If well, somehow the fan could have the control 
to like Bronx cheer him as a heel, that that would make me happy because it would be so unprecedented and so weird. It's like I always wanted instead of people booing the Lions, I always wish that we could get 80,000 people in the home stadium laughing when there was a penalty, like, <laughs> like just an uproarious laughter from a crowd, you know, yeah. like something that just just is so like, wait, what? Like completely <laughs> right. a serve. Yeah, I think, you know, and I've obviously I've voiced my displeasure with Cody in general. And I think what adds to it is knowing his position in AEW and watching the writing continuously try to push him as a top face of AEW to put over these new guys and the crowd just basically saying, we don't want to see you in these spots. We don't want to see you trying to put over Malachi Black, Andrade, or anyone else. So, and I think that's what makes it so awkward. And you either need to go heal or you need to be off TV for a while. If you if you don't want to go heel for whatever reason, I'm or, sure they're gonna do something. He's well aware of it because it was on that that Brandy and Cody yeah. show. I can't think of them what it's called. But Roads the, to the top. Roads, Roads to, to the, the top. top. Yeah. They had some. They had a segment where he was like, "I'm supposed to be one of the biggest baby faces, and they're booing me out of the building." So everyone is painfully aware of it. it, it you're right, though. It has to. Something has to happen soon, um, and I, I assume it will. And I assume that's sort of why they're mixing it up with all these tag teams. Although now at this point, it's pretty compelling right like i'm going to be very interested to see how this goes next week having missed last week um and i may even i have it on the dvr maybe i'll take a look uh, and i'm a cody fan i, I like cody I, I get why people don't like him a lot I, I really get it i think 10 years ago i would have a hard time liking cody because i would just fall into the fall into the what the crowd was doing um but i'm just at a point now where it's like i i vitriol I feel has to be really earned because it's social media has made it so easy to just call everyone a piece of shit. Um, and I don't, I don't particularly like that. Um, so uh, I, I don't think he's a piece of shit. I think that he's uh, he's good for wrestling. I think what he's done so far is excellent, but I also get when he comes out looking like Homelander thinking he looks like Captain America, <laughs> right. there's a schism yeah. there, right? Like I get that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I the get tattoo it. on the neck and shit. The like, tattoo on the neck's awful, you know, acting like he's, you know, trying to, well, well, okay. So he didn't act like it. He gives this very heartfelt, like anti-racist promo yeah. But then the the meme lords and everybody in the wrestling community is like, oh, you think you solved racism, do you? Like, I don't think <laughs> that, that was my favorite. But like, you know, it did feel here. we don't want the white guy with the, the platinum blonde hair giving the I have a dream speech. All right. You're not the yes. underdog here, <laughs> you know. Yeah. 100%, you know, and I think, and then him coming out black hair, blonde hair, white hair, like, try, like, it seems like he's trying to figure something out to get the fans to cheer him. Like they put him in so many different big spots, returns where he gets hurt and then he comes back after three weeks. He did that with Brody Lee way back when, the late great Brody Lee. He did that again with Malachi Black where he went away and then returned to save Arn Anderson. And it still wasn't enough to get people to even care enough. You know, and I think with him too, he's always compared to Triple H um, because again, the positioning in the the company and being in the title picture or the uh, or at least a big type and that entrance with the sledgehammer and the, the throne oh, probably right. didn't help um, no not one bit <laughs> i but will I say that's okay. fair though because triple h i'm sorry shawnee uh but triple h 
say what you will about him always being in a, he's a superstar. He was a top notch guy. Like his positioning, being married to Stephanie or not, he was great. Tell that to CM Punk, buddy. Yeah, right. I mean, I know CM Punk's got his issues. I love CM Punk, but Triple H was a was the guy. Triple H would have been some form of the guy with or without being married to Stephanie. Maybe not to the level that he was, but he would have been a main eventer. He would have been a consistent world title guy because he was that good. Cody is not that good. He's not bad, don't get me wrong, but he is not that guy. Period. He isn't. He's a he's a top notch mid card guy that might have a world title run in him, and like just thinking wrestler only, that's probably his ceiling. I I would respectfully disagree, mainly because in not to God, this is gonna I'm gonna sound kind of bitchy, but like, did you watch any of the ROH run when he? I I I saw pieces of it on social media. I did not watch live, but I did see. He, I mean, because he was an outstanding heel. He was a great heel. He worked incredible that way. Now, the only thing in the back of my mind that could be preventing him from turning heel at this point, one, all the other elite guys are heel at this point, you know, currently as, as we are recording. And also he, he has, you know, multiple shows with, you know, the Warner media empire, obviously there's roads to the top, but he's also a host on the go big show. Maybe there's some sort of stupid network thing. where, like, we can't have a heel beyond the panel of the go big show. What are they going to think? <laughs> you know, I mean, let's face it. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a dumb, it's it, wait, I, I said, look the, at the Miz. I think the right? challenge though, is that to be a heel in AEW, if you want to be a top heel, you're competing with MJF. And you're going to have true. to say some heinous shit to out you know, to be the Miz. You have just, to out heal. You have to be a clown. I, you know, uh, let's be honest. Just like, ask Max, Max Caster how hard it is to out heal MJF. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you have to really push the envelope. Oh, yeah. So that, that is a little different. And I think that the, the unfortunate thing about everybody hating them, and I don't mean you, Justin, but I, I mean like this massive, and it's a grassroots, like I'm not trying to stop it. I am not trying to get in your way. If you don't like Cody Rhodes, more power to you. I like This is a yeah. populist movement that I am not trying to stop. However, sure. I think he really wants to emulate the legacy of his father. And people are yeah. like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> and that's so <laughs> unfortunate to me. Wait, the dream? <laughs> no. I think I, I I like to think that of of this from a from a different angle. I think Cody has become this generation's John Cena in the way that we used to all hate John Cena because we felt like he was being forced down our throat. And I think if he didn't originally plan to do this on purpose, now it's completely on purpose. Now that it's starting to get traction. Yeah, okay, what else can I do that they did with John Cena that people hated like 10, 15 years ago? But I mean, with Cena, he had let's go Cena, Cena sucks. There's no let's go Cody. It's Cody sucks, period, right? Like the only time Cena got booed out of the building twice, like fully booed out of the building was with RVD at One Night Stand because of ECW and with uh, CM Punk in Chicago at Money in the Bank. Well. You know, was always a split guy, right? right? But I'm yeah. You can only can you can only control what the crowd is going to do to such a degree, and they 
didn't want to once once they could see already that people were going oh this guy's the evp so of course he's going to be in the main event um right. they're like okay what if what if we make him as white bread baby face as possible and make him come out thinking he's captain america when we can all <laughs> see that he's homelander and like what if we just lean into the what if lean into this really hard i think that right now they definitely are because if we have to not forget he is carny royalty right like he can present himself however he wants but <laughs> right we know that he's a carny um hey he seems to be in my opinion one of the good carnies right like he's oh, not out good. there uh, lie cheating and stealing from people otherwise we'd be getting yeah. a lot of that we've had hints of it from a few people but even that sort of fire was sort of like eh, i don't know this guy who's saying these things might be sort of a guy who's got sort of a I didn't fit into the company and now I'm throwing stones kind of thing. Right. And so it, it, it's, I'm sure that anything they're doing now is well aware of the fact that they're just like, he's just going to get booed. And I think maybe we do run into the, the, the potential problem of if he comes out full heel just on a dime, um, first off, Justin will be furious and for good reason, but <laughs> um, no, if, if it, you, you run the risk of basically everyone having those signs that like, you know, we are not booing you because you are a heel. We are booing right. you you're quite simply awful. And that's not fair. I, he's not awful. He's no. just not. I, I don't, I don't know no, what to I, tell you. I mean, he's an excellent it, technical wrestler. I think that he against Daniel Bryan will be an excellent match. Sure. Um, I think we can get it, but people are just, unfortunately you're gonna have to figure out how to like let the people burn themselves out with this hatred right now because while i would love a, a 30 minute daniel bryan brian danielson jr woodshed uh cody, uh cody rhodes stardust match um <laughs> people are just not going to abide it right like there's just nothing you can do right now and yeah. so um mixing him in with a bunch of other people i guess kind of works uh i do wish yeah. again that they would have like like you said some minor details like let's even if like i know that um uh tony khan doesn't want to have an on-screen character but how about like some segments where it's like he and cody in the back talking about this like look bro right. this just shit isn't working we're gonna have to take you off the air you can't take me off the air you know like how about you know, I, I would love that something, would... something small something minor doesn't have tony in the ring yes. but like sort of like lucha underground would do that right where you'd have the the background segments with the guy who was running the thing um yeah. something you have to do something to start changing and you'll you'd, you'll be able to see the opinion changing on twitter right before you would see it in the ring but otherwise yes. I, I'm, I'm with chuck they he they know they they 100 know no matter what he does he's going to get booed they're not well, stupid <laughs> And I think it, it, it turns also into like, we know, okay, in real life, whatever, what they know or don't know. But when we're watching the show, if it comes off as ignorance, that's where it's, it looks ugly. If it comes off as Cody, the character thinks I'm the guy and these fans love me, I'm going to throw my belt in the crowd because they love me and they want my merch. Like that's when it starts to look ignorant. Cause Cody, the person like, you know, everything we've seen, heard about him, like behind the scenes, you know, interviews, the show, whatever. Great guy. I don't, I haven't heard anything about him. Like he, I, I had the opportunity to chat with him a few weeks back. Oh, great yeah. interview. Great interview. And he, and he, a great interview. He went purposely 10 minutes over the time they told us to, because he just was going great guy. I respect him for that. But you but probably thought you were wearing a shirt. 
Well, that's fair. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I was at work, so I had to. I mean, there's rules, HR bullshit. But no, but I think, you know, with, with him, though, it, it comes off as ignorant sometimes. And it's starting to get away from that now that he's slowly starting to, on the show, react to the fact that he's getting booed. Well, that's part of the fun, right? Is if he comes off, if, if the character comes off as ignorant, then when the fans do throw the belt back, he can look extremely wounded and be like, but I, th- but I thought we but were, at first, I thought we were at friends. First did, I thought we were all on the same page. Like it, work. it felt like they were backstage thinking Cody is the guy they want to see Cody. We got to put Cody in this spot. And then they would do it. And it just wasn't working. It, it didn't feel like a work. It, he wasn't selling it like a work or anything. He was selling it as, he is John Cena in 2005 when he was actually as over as possible or whoever else, you know, Adam page who is as over as possible. Like the way he was selling it was they, the writers, the every, the everyone at the top himself thought this is what fans want to see. And we're screaming at him. No, we don't want to see this. Stop. And you guys to get away from that. Do you guys think that, my my approach would be to give him continue doing what they're doing, have him a small part of bigger matches, probably keeping him on for 15 or 20 minutes at tops. And I would not give him the mic and slowly have him work towards the, you know what, fuck you responses to the audience, but not right. give him the mic to do it. Right. Like yeah. don't give him the mic so he can spend 15 minutes telling the crowd to fuck off. Cause that's just going to piss everybody off at this point. Right. It has to just be, you know, like he, 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 you know, you want the belt, you want the belt now, fuck you or throwing yeah. it. And if they throw it back, you know, fuck you. I, obviously he can't be saying fuck you and doing the middle finger thing constantly, but like starting to like, push back a little bit but only doing it basically for the the service of the people who are watching closely don't give him the mic don't let him spend 10 minutes saying because that's just gonna piss everybody off i think you i think you pantomime uh him looking wounded a lot like over and over and over again until you hit you finally hit a point where where he makes his big dramatic turn like we were talking about brian danielson and and how justin doesn't buy into uh how that turn particularly is working out it's funny because there's a couple of things tonight that like justin says one thing and i'm like hmm, i think i feel kind of the opposite because i love this brian danielson bullshit i love that he brought back fickle i love that he kicked <laughs> out one of uh friggin uh colt cabana's teeth that yes you know who else loved that dan Housen. <laughs> i bet yeah <laughs> get well soon dan Housen. yes yeah I, again but i, I do want to clarify erica and then i'm gonna let you go I am not against Brian Danielson as a heel. I am only against the process that got there. He's a great fucking heel. Yeah. He brought back Fickle. I popped for Fickle last week. Hell he yeah. I, we all did. The, the, the teeth, you know, kicking fucking Cole Cabana's teeth and show like all that shit. Like that was great. It's just the process. That is it. That is the only thing right. I just it's, 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 it's in the past. We can all, I f- we can I all feel let like, these wounds start to heal. I feel like it's, it's, a, it's a faster road brian danielson is taking then then cm punk is taking to an inevitable okay now we've gotten over the honeymoon phase if you're all glad to have me back now i can do the shit i like doing do we think cm punk's gonna be an asshole i think oh i think putting him against one i think putting him against mjf is the perfect beginnings because he has to go to a certain place to verbally spar with mjf 
that he hasn't had to go to with almost anybody else. And once he's gone to that place, maybe he discovers he likes being there. Yes. And he's already done the John Cena thing. He may be able to pull that out a few more times. Yeah. But it has to be calculated. It has to, it has to, you know, be um, well thought out uh, process and it has to be finite, right? Like if a year from now he's, you know, doing, you can't see me's at that point, he would be, you know, become a, 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 a parody. And yeah. so, yeah, I think you're exactly right. Um, because you sort of have to fight MJF with live ammunition and that sort of leans on heelishness, right? Like uh, that, oh, that promo was so good. What was ever, did anyone have their favorite moments in that promo? There were so many, so many good ones. Yeah. I, I mean, think, I think each of them got three really good uppercuts verbally in that promo. And that was amazing. Go ahead, Erica. It took a while for MJF to get going because like yes. when he started out, I'm like, I'm like, okay i'm like you're i'm like this isn't what i wanted yeah. this isn't this is what I, so clearly like they knew they had to build and i think i tweeted this out with the caption of like this line was particularly tasty it's the the whole you know are we gonna wait long enough for tony khan to have a daughter so you can marry her right. i mean yeah. look i know we mentioned this stuff about like why are they always mentioning triple h and and things and it's like well clearly once again Bad blood works. Um, yeah. And, and, and it's, you know, if the WWE isn't going to acknowledge us, it's like, well, why wouldn't they? Yeah. Why wouldn't they just poke the bear? You're supposed to be the, the number one uh, entity in sports entertainment in this weird ass business. You're supposed to be number one. Go do it. Be number go one. act like it. Yeah. Go, <laughs> go be, be number one. Be yeah. better than us. So, like, I have no problem, like, with kind of like a, a underdog punk rock aesthetic where it's just like, you know what? I see you on that hill. Fuck you. Right. You know, I have no problem right. with that attitude. Um, going back to Cody, though, just to kind of wrap things up, there's going to be a breaking point. There's going to be a point where Cody Rhodes snaps. And it's going to be fun to watch because sure. I, I know that they've they've used it sparingly. I can only think of one time off the top of my head where somebody actually took like a fan fan, quote unquote, out of the crowd and like body slammed them onto like a, right. somebody else. So like I feel like there's going to be like to me, there's going to be a plant or two or three that throws a beer, throws pop throws something. And then Cody's like, you know what? fuck you and just unleashes on this yeah. fan because like that's the last thing i feel like like cody rhodes uh, whatever however you want to whatever you want to say about him a professional yes. would never like even even in his most heelish moments has never snapped or at least to my knowledge correct me if i'm wrong has never snapped to the point where he would just go full Mike Milbury into the crowd and beat a man with his own shoe. You know, like it's, uh, I, I, it's, it's going to come to a head and it's going to get messy and I can't wait to see it. I think well, you should show up with the Ascension. Yeah. <laughs> well, while we're talking about uh, taking on a fan, Seth Rollins being completely professional last what Monday. I like this yeah, man, he, he got, got that guy into a nailed. bulldog. He was like, oh, I better get the hooks in. That was yeah. wild. Yeah. That was yeah, the TV wild. shot of it. I don't know if you guys saw the TV shot of it or the fan camera of it, but the TV shot of it, man, they had a close-up on Seth, um, and he took a hit. You heard it, like, right oh, yeah. to the chest. No, that, that guy, guy tackled the shit out of him. 
but he, and did you he see his extremely defa- professionally like up yeah. to uh, once again up to like 10 years ago or something like that if you jump the guardrail a wrestler threw live ammunition at your ass yeah and you came out with bruises and a black eye and like well, Seth, and... there was there was no swinging he just well it was a different situation a too. and waited for security to get yeah this is why i think this is why it's important that that's not how they react right like it was you, you have the 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 people who are there intervene as they should you act yeah. like a goddamn billion dollar company to be professional about it because it sounds like this guy was essentially i don't know if he's mentally ill certainly sketchy uh certainly right. um, it sounds like he was catfished into believing that he was part of an angle by someone on twitter yeah. like yep. okay so he's a little slow a little slow this fella and, yes. uh, you know, this is obviously extremely problematic, but yeah. I mean, don't you look like real, I, I, you know, I guess to the WWE fan and the people that they're trying to cater to people probably would say, fuck that guy. But you know what? No, no, this, this is a problem, right? Like this is not, right. a, this is not a guy who was acting maliciously. This is someone who was deeply confused and yeah. how he got there is irrelevant. You know, you don't need a bunch of righted up bodybuilders kicking the shit out of them. Right. Well, and I think too, that, you know, and because Chavo Guerrero made himself look like a complete asshole on Twitter yeah. um, this past week, talking about how wrestlers used to react to fans and compared oh, sure. to now. And that was an idiotic comment, but it was also a different situation because Seth was blindsided. Like Seth did not like people bring up and I've seen a lot of videos of like Triple H and Stone Cold and the ref going at a fan in the ring. Well, yeah, they saw him coming. They saw yeah. it so they could prepare themselves. Seth was playing his role and got fucking speared. Down. What did you expect him to do? And by the time he could react and realize what is happening, three other security guards are already taking care of this guy, and he's just going to try to play his role that he is playing on Raw. And shout out to Becky Lynch, who was out at the top of the ramp, ready to beat someone's ass right. if, they did, if they did anything to her man, because she was right there. Um but no, yeah, I he was completely blindsided. When There's... I brought when I brought it up, I will you know my my point being is like kudos to him because you know like you said we've seen footage of Eddie Guerrero of Triple yep. H of Steve Austin of like if you Chris Jericho if you jump that guardrail man you got punched in the face by a yeah, guy Jericho did who AEW. punches people in the face for a living. Yeah, and that's you know that's that's an amazing amount of self control. It's amazing self-control to get jumped like that by somebody and not know exactly what's going on and not react in that fashion. Yeah, because really what the old school guys are saying is that Seth Rollins, once security had that guy, should have stomped on him and potentially murdered the man, right? Like, like you got to get your lick in, you know, like, don't fuck that. Like, Like, you know, and and, and no, I'm not by, you know, the the legal system is going to take care of this guy. Um, yeah. you know, and social media helps to put people on blast. So it's not as though I'm suggesting, oh, this poor man does, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's a really dicey situation, Yes. but you know, Seth Rollins came out uh, of it, you know, relatively unscathed, uh, just yeah. nerve wracking as fuck. And I'm sure that your head's on a swivel now all the time. And it makes it hard right. for you to do your well, job, which is to be a well, performer and an entertainer. And that sucks. Something but, I, I, it's not like this was some some drunked up guy who was just like fuck you i'm gonna beat you up you know right what 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 i am bothered by that's not being talked about enough how clear of a path this guy had yeah right like they're at the barclays center in brooklyn a big ass like a huge state 
You're telling me there's no he ran all the way from behind the barricade as if he was coming from backstage and had a clear path to Seth. You're telling me there's not one security guard from wherever he came from in the stands to get to the floor. And then that long ass path that he ran to get to Seth on the floor, nobody was around to cut him off. No, man. It's like all them people who got stomped to death at that concert. All of America, all of the world is make as many dollars as you can. And why would you pay an extra security guard if you don't have to? Like, and like you wait until WWE, something tragic happens before you go, oh shit, I guess we better be responsible. I yeah. best I, I guess we better not just get every last red bloody scent that we can. Right. And it's 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 highly unfortunate. Now there is a balance, right? Like, do you want just yellow jackets lining the entire, you know, at that point? How, right. But yeah, for sure, like yeah. it just shows how vulnerable we are. Like, I guess you, sure. you assume, Hey, we go through a metal detector. Everything's safe. It's like, you know, yeah. I, are you kidding me? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's wild. Uh, it's wild. It's it's the one fan moment that like shocked me because a lot of the fan moments are fans who jump the rail right at ringside. So it's not a long path. Like what, if they time it right, the security guard looks left go. Right. And, yeah, by no, the he, time he they can react, so much. The speed fact that he got man. so yeah. much speed, he got so much. Ground, I feel like he probably ran so down time. a security guard at, at some point in that stride before he got Had to Seth. Because how is a like, big guy? It's a it's a big dude, but man, he ran a long way on the floor and wasn't touched until after tackling Seth Rollins on the main stage. Like I've never seen a fan get that much free will on the set itself that shocked me that's that's what shocked me the most the I'm about exposing the, only, the business <laughs> the only one i can think of off the top of my head that could come close to i guess the amount of speed uh that they went with to tackle or whatever they wanted to do uh was when remember when Bret Hart got tackled at the Hall of Fame speech? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, one yeah. Guy. But however, it, you know, as far as like getting your licks in, um, honorable mention to uh, the, the formerly formerly known as uh, Dash Dawson. Yes. Uh, yes. Or no, yes. no, Dash Wilder. I Dash apologize. Wilder. Dash, Dash Wilder. Wilder. Dash Wilder, who just like you see them dragging this ass clown out of the building and he just walks up. Boom! Hits him in the head, walks away. He's like, yep. "Don't you dare attack Bret Hart!" Right. <laughs> it's, but again, it's though, a, that was that guy. That was a very clear mental illness case, right? Like he had a history. Like his Twitter was all just like, "Red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag." Yeah. Too bad we have a country yeah. where there's no good mental health uh, mental treatment for the mental illness. Red flag, red flag. Or unfortunately, yeah. it just looks like thirty uh, percent of Twitter, uh, which is all red flags <laughs> and people who are yeah. like, "Create red flags." Fuck you. Um, but, you know, it's uh, uh, it's just such it, uh, shocking to me, really. And, and, you know, this is so trite to say, but that it doesn't happen more often. We've seen two yeah. major incidents at, yeah. at large scale events in the last couple of weeks. And it's like, do you stop having major events? Do you just line every boundary with yellow jackets? Do you, do you, do you have yeah. water cannons and, you know, like, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah. Um, do you guys do you guys want some good news? Always. All right. So Rod's about to start. Well, there's that. Stop uh, we it. All, Stop rubbing your nipples. Jesus. We all know that, <laughs> that Justin, not me. I just want that to be clear. 
We Don't all put know me that, on the spot. That could have been any of us. We all <laughs> know that Nia Jax was released a couple of weeks ago. Yes, She's yes. changed her name on Twitter to her uh, actual name, which is Lena. I believe it's Finene is her last name and somebody on twitter was giving her shit for it and she said something uh let me find it in all fairness opponent crippler would be a solid front runner if i ever decide to wrestle again lena is my real name and then she said but it's highly unlikely nia Jax, formerly nia Jax, now lena finene confirming it's highly unlikely she will be in the ring again well i mean it wasn't a good fit no, sorry, like not nothing against you. You know, wish you all the best, but if you go that long in the in the industry and don't get even close to better at that kind of stuff, then you don't belong. Period. Yeah, then maybe find something you're better at. That's it. That's it. You know, there's backstage roles, producer roles if you love the industry that much, but you're not good at that part of it. Guys, I do want to say one more thing too about CM Punk and MJF. I know we kind of bounced around. Um but you know, Erica made, made a point. MJF took a minute to get going. I thought he said, I thought he looked like shit in that promo. Promo was fucking gold, by the way. It was. But I found myself, you know, when every everything MJF said, I was just kind of like, okay, like really, like that didn't really hit, right? Even when you're a heel, not that you're cheering for MJF over CM Punk, but when heels take a jab and it's a good jab, you're like, oof, damn, like that's what makes a good heel, right? Right. Where, with CM Punk, almost everything he said was like, oh, damn, he said that. The Miz comment, then the, I the thought Triple Rosie H comment. comment yeah. I, the Rosie I, O'Donnell. MJF, I thought I'm, telling CM Punk that he's one step away from promoting hustle, loyalty, and respect that was, was a his very only good, good shot. To me, that was his only good spot, though. And when you have a 20-minute promo, and in my opinion, you had one good spot, and CM Punk had about five or six He's off to a bad start in this in this rivalry. Don't get me wrong, MJF is fine. He is more than okay. That is not what I'm saying. But in this rivalry, in the in that promo, he CM Punk made him look like shit. And that's more about how good CM Punk was. MJF is great, but MJF kind of showed how young he was there. He's got he's still got yeah. some time to go, you know, because you put him in the ring with CM Punk and to me CM Punk made him look like shit. I don't know if it was just a writing thing or if it, whatever it may be, but it wasn't just how good CM Punk's lines were. And outside of the John Cena one, nothing MJF said did get much. I have to say, man, I did like when he said that. How can you be straight edge and look like a meth head? That, that was fucking yeah, good right. Line. Kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's all right. I will say the one thing that the CM Punk said that's not being taught and it was my favorite and got the biggest reaction out of me, honestly, um, was the Britt Baker comment. I think you're right though. Like it's a lot easier when he's poning other indie guys who are, who are basically have his level of experience and he's like magnitudes sure. better at talking shit, right? Like his, his talk, shit talking game is great compared to other 25 year olds. But you know, he, now I wonder, I, we don't know, perhaps that was orchestrated, you know, did it, was he holding back some of his best stuff? I don't know. I don't get that sure. impression though. I don't get that impression. I think that he just, he came Not with, you know, minutes. he came with some, some body blows and they, they glanced. He just, they just didn't, yeah. uh, they didn't connect, but you know, I, is that really hurt anything? Right? Like at this point, it's oh. going to be a great match. And because even me, I, I, I've never been a CM Punk guy, never been a CM Punk guy. I didn't watch him during all of his great WWE runs. So let, let me say that first off, but um, 
uh, he, he's, he's so much fun to watch. I mean, he really yeah. is, even for someone like me who, who wants to just call him Phil and constantly mention <laughs> his MMA career. Uh, he's, he's really, yeah. I, I love the Miz line. I thought that was outstanding. That was so great. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so it's, uh, uh, but you're right. I think it's going to be like, but how do you like, okay. So you did grow up idolizing the guy. Um, you have to be careful because he is as of like this moment, he's sort of like the number one baby face in the company just, mm-hmm. just for the moment. Right. Like right. he's so white hot right now yeah. in terms of the crowd reaction. What do you do? Also you run the risk of people just being like, like you don't want the crowd. Like you, he, he lives off of the fact that the crowd is rooting for him. Like you root for a, uh, a roast comic during a roast battle, right? Like a roast comic who just goes out for a benefit somewhere looks like a yeah. colossal flaming asshole. So right. if you, if you figure out a low blow to hit punk with, you run the risk of people going like, Oh no, no, I can't believe, I can't believe you said that. Right. <laughs> and oh, sure. I don't know that there's anything yeah. really there for that to happen with but um no it wasn't it wasn't the best stuff and especially coming off of that white hot um uh uh, eddie yeah uh, rivalry where they they had those great promos with one another that felt so so authentic i was just surprised mjf didn't focus more on the details of how how cm punk left wwe because as much as people you know support obviously what he went through there or him in in that situation he did walk out like just fucking left. You know what I mean? And like little jabs about like, you know, not that it's warranted per se, but it's just, it would have got a better reaction. Something along the lines of, Oh, you better write CM Punk how he wants to. Otherwise he's going to leave. He may not show up for work next week. You know, little things like that yeah. probably would have got more of a reaction instead of you look like a meth head. Like, yeah, that was kind of funny, but it's like, I don't know, like making fun of someone's appearance only go so far what no matter what the joke is you know very true it it, it makes you wonder you know perhaps did eddie kingston kind of touch on all of the points you could really other than colterana yeah (laughs) which by the way that still hasn't been addressed i would know i have a feeling that that's probably because that's uh, like basically a million dollar argument i have a feeling that that's probably off the table that's my guess is that's off the table yeah i have a feeling that was probably addressed like like uh hey colt do you still want to work here because we're going to sign cm punk how we're going to come to an accord behind the scenes and we're going to stick to it and everyone's going to just look the other you know keep keep minding their business But it, it has been fascinating that, I mean, obviously with, with the shoots and stuff that like nothing has really come out about like what's going on backstage with that. But then again, AEW has been pretty tight with, you know, stuff leaking because obviously you know, the, the whole thing with, with Brody Lee being sick, nothing really, right. nothing leaked about that. And then obviously his unfortunate passing kind of hit everybody like, like a Mack truck. Um, but, you know, it it's, after the promo, it's really the first time in AEW that we truly have seen MJF get humbled. And I'm interested to see what's going to happen, yes. like how he's going to come back from this, because right. obviously, like, there's no question about it. Like, as far as winners go, CM Punk won that round yeah. handily. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's like they got to they got to fig- they got to figure out how how is MJF going to attack CM Punk. Yeah, yeah, the problem is, is the handily part, right? 
I'm not mad that CM Punk won it, right? Because CM Punk is great. MJF looked like shit. Like it wasn't even close. But isn't I'm that part of the growth project, right? Like it's it's, it's kind of cool to see a 25 year old like like get a little bit of a reality check. Like I even right. think Justin, how do you like even his cadence felt stilted, right? Yes. Like I was Everything like, oh, all of, a, all of a sudden MJF sounds a little bit pre-prepared and i'm no longer thinking he's just a great heel but he's a little <laughs> silly yes. you know like yeah uh, so, yeah i think that's going to be good because it's going to force him to adjust and we may not see him adjust during the course of this particular rivalry but i have to but. believe that you know a year down the line two years down the line we're going to say oh man remember when uh we thought that he was uh was already losing a step at 25 and now he's annihilating fools again you know that's oh, that's sure, the cool right. thing about the business yeah i but mean you i mean listen point. you make a great point aj lee like make comments about her i mean like something like give me make more fun of, of larry right <laughs> you know <laughs> What an like ugly AJ, ass dog. Oh, let me ugly say. Ugly ass dog. AJ <laughs> Lee kissed how many different people on WWE television? Talk about that. Right? Talk about, talk about all the, all the, come on. Like, you know, like he doesn't exactly have the cleanest, you know, no, relationship past either. Nope. You know, it's just like, oh, you're, you know, you're Eskimo brothers with uh, Edge. How about that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Something. Hopefully, hopefully we'll see the gloves come off. I think we got to wrap this up here in a minute, but I would like to say to this little piece of conversation. Remind, I've been reading John Moxley's book and oh. um, he was giving a retrospective when he was coming out of uh, was it FCW and he was, he had a, a little bit of a rivalry with uh, Cactus Jack um, at the time. And the plug got pulled on it just before the match happened, but he was talking about the buildup to that. And so he had been on a flight to, um, uh, to uh, England for a little English, English tour. And he was like, you know, this is around 2012, I think. So he was like sort of still uh, not really the full smartphone era that we are now in. Yeah. And apparently they, they did this really cool viral thing where they got into an argument out in the in, in, a, in a hotel room and it got heated and everything and it was all a big work but what was not a work was uh apparently uh um, um uh, foley said just don't talk about my family he gets on a plane thinking that that was the cue to go off on his family so <laughs> He goes on to Twitter and just starts dropping bombs on his family and thinking he's like doing the best kayfabe job ever. Gets on the plane, goes to England, doesn't want to fuck with roaming, so he shuts his phone off. And for three days, Foley's like, bro, what the fuck? I told you not to see my family. What the fuck? What the fuck? And I guess... <laughs> and so he gets back and he's like mortified. That's, you know, of course, he's he's actually a very good dude if, if there right. is to be believed. And I would assume that Renee Paquette would not have married the man if he was a piece of shit. And uh, yeah, so it, uh, apparently like when he got back and he turned on his phone for the first time and he saw just like a bunch of what the fucks from Foley, he was like, just <laughs> felt like the worst piece of All shit ever. Because he thought that he, he literally thought that do, just don't talk about my family was a cue for go off on talk my family. Yep. And he yep. was, 
It's amazing. Yeah, so that's yeah, amazing. Good times. Now apparently fully, you know, understood and laughed off the story, which one would assume that he would, right? Yeah, like that's right. exactly how you would expect that to go. But was, yeah, talking earlier about the the how you feel like you dropped a bomb, like telling telling Erica bullshit, and you're like, Did I just do the like that feeling you get when you're like, Oh, maybe this was when he gets all those messages, <laughs> oh, like, oh no. my god, I thought <laughs> mob's mad I at me. I thought he was <laughs> queuing me up, and I just I'm like so grateful. Like the greatest <laughs> sin. <laughs> yeah. um, I know you said we got to wrap it up. I got I, I to bring this up, too. Don't know if you guys saw on SmackDown what happened to Tony Storm, but come on. No, yeah, no. What Hi. What's up? did you think was going to happen? Charlotte Flair, um, they had the previous match was some th- Thanksgiving leftover street fight, so they had a bunch of pies and food around the ring. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, they kept it around the ring for a Charlotte Flair Tony Storm segment, and Charlotte wanted to embarrass Tony Storm and throw two uh, cream pies in her face. And I, when I was watching it live, and please, I mean, go after we're done, go look up the picture of poor Tony Storm and the way she looked after that segment standing there. Poor, poor her got ripped to shreds on social media. What the fuck did you think? She looked like she belonged on Pornhub. And if you're WWE, what the hell are you thinking to have her do, have Charlotte do that to her, have her look like that on national TV in the world we live in now? And now you have her who will have that photo of herself follow her for the rest of her fucking life because every comment was, Pornhub, Brazzers, this, that, this, that. Horrible. Well, and, and, and I said it from the beginning. I wasn't shocked at all. I'm like, oh, this is not going to be pretty on social media. Before I even went out, after watching the segment, I'm like, this is not going to be good. Well, especially since she was uh, the victim of some hacking herself, mm-hmm. which is like, in, like, it was known. Like, she took a break from kind of like wrestling like, I think they gave her like some like mental health time off in for that. So the fact mm-hmm. that they they did that, considering, you know, what happened to her in the past, like, come on. Yeah, um, it was a horrible, horrible decision. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't know, covering a guy who's an alcoholic, a recovering alcoholic in beer while he's tied to a chair. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, ancient psychopaths are the best aren't they the best so tony storm we're sorry we love you you don't deserve that tony tony fucking (laughs) storm chuck doesn't chuck's a jerk shout out to pat mcafee and how he says tony storm not a, you yeah, ever heard of on SmackDown? Fan. In the, the episodes that have been long deleted, uh, I used oh, to. Sure. That, is, that is a lie. Better than that. Tony Storm has uh, quite the badonka donk. Good lord. All right. <laughs> where can people is... find you, Justin? After the, after the conversation we just had, that's where you go. Oh. I hope Juice Robinson hears that and kicks your ass. God damn. <laughs> Man, oh man! All right, what are we talking about? <laughs> oh Jesus! Depressive. Stop it! All right, you Depressive. know what? You can find you know me what? on my no. OnlyFans. You know, Erica, people can Google you, right? <laughs> if people want to find Erica, they can Google her. No sure one can. can find Justin. No one can find Chuck. You have to listen to an old episode or look at the show notes because I'm <laughs> so tired of these sexist statements and this nipple rubbing. And I'm have fun. Be safe. Don't fall in the hole. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
Erica, our scales of justice, our North Star, our our grounding magnet, uh, <laughs> fucking yoked to the gills, keynote speaker, <laughs> keynote listener. Award-winning white woman. Award-winning Award white, white woman. woman. Do you have That's any right. titles for us this week? No, because we, you no, know, because we, we keep, we keep. Every time I, I, I throw out a suggestion, you always change it. So I know, I'm I, like, well, I'm like, fuck it, man. Pick JV whatever you takes want. shirt off. What was the disappoints? Disappoints. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> JV takes shirt off. Comma disappoints. It's a great headline. It's a really good headline. I've ah, written headlines. Me working out all week reading that fucking headline. I'm like, shit. 